Final scoop of the year. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is Justin Davis, scoop. Sam Claiborne. I'm swallowing my gum. One second. And Tina Mimi. <laughs> we warned down. you about this <laughs> last gonna week. That's going to be in your stomach for seven <sighs> years now. Yeah, I think it's it. Ooh, that's yeah. seven years of good luck. Good scoop. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> this is a very special episode. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you two coordinated your mugs. Yeah, well, I've been doing that. The mugs were uh, uh, coordinated, but the weird thing is, is that we were supposed to all coordinate wearing festive holiday outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have uh, a What s- the heck happened? A sweater, but it's too hot in here. It's too hot. Yeah. I can't wear it. Well, mm-hmm. somebody remembered. Yeah. What if you just bring the sweater is- out and lay it across you? Um, nope. Not <laughs> I put my jacket on Damon last night. He got a little bit cold. Yeah. No, I like Ricardo O'Skeleton's uh, festive costume. Here he is. Ricardo O'Skeleton looks Somebody like he's been, remembered. He's been uh, eating well over this holiday season. I'm glad to see that. Has this been a good audio experience for your, everybody listening so I far? I think for sure. Talking about your mugs and Ricardo O'Skeleton. <laughs> I've got every site gag but one out of my system. It's okay. We've got good audio content coming to the show. This is a very special episode. It's the last one we're recording this year in 2019. We have already pre-recorded uh, a special bonus episode for you that will go live next week, the week of Christmas, so please be excited about that. But this is the final one that we're recording, and uh, we've got to talk about our most anticipated games of 2020. But first, it is that time of year again. Mm. I still think of the water slide. Have you said that? <laughs> Going down butt first. <laughs> uh, we have arrived at that time of year again. Time for the most prestigious award ceremony. We're of the starting year. with the Damies. Yeah. All right. We're starting with the Damies. Okay. The, it's the Damie Awards. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I know everyone's been excited. We wait all year long for this. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm, I, I, I wish all of the nominees, you know, the best of luck out there. Damon, who do you, who do you think is going to win? You know, I can't even, I don't even want to like jinx it. Um, but I do have a, a, a Demi Wars bingo going on to see if, you know. I hope, I hope all I your favorite winners. I hope all your favorite selections. I won. hope so too. You know, yeah. You did uh, a lot of printing over here. Yeah, yeah. Very official looking. Yeah. All right. This is good. These we have the envelopes here with the winners. These I, were just I was wrong. There's several more site gags. These were uh just dropped off by PricewaterhouseCoopers earlier. <laughs> so they haven't been in anyone else's hands. They haven't been uh tampered with in any way. Mm-hmm. Okay. The envelopes are sealed. The envelopes have been sealed. Certainly not by Damon. <laughs> no. Oh. Um and uh yeah, we're gonna start handing out some awards here. Remember that you know, if like a game wins the Damien Awards, usually like sales increase by like a billion percent. Yep. So it's kind of like, you know, this is a real da- mathematical fact. Yeah. It's the Damon bump. Yeah, that's what they call it. Um, but we're not going to start with the game award. We're going to start with the movie award. We'll start with the best movie Damon saw in 2019. <laughs> so here, that could be of any era. Here, No. Well, what do you mean? Of in 2019. 2019. Yeah. But you could, it, best movie but you saw. New, that you're like, like best new movie. You, oh, watch, okay. you watch Jurassic Park on Netflix and yeah. you're like, damn. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really Still got it. Best. Still got it. New movie of the year uh, that Damon mm. saw. Here to present the award is Justin Davis. Oh, jeez. Wait, wait. Do we, okay, okay. I see what's going on. Is this how it works? Whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't read the nominees yet. Whatever, man. Uh, <laughs> you were not given instructions. Best movie Damon saw. The nominees are Avengers Endgame, mm. El Camino, mm. John Wick 3, mm-hmm. Knives Out, yeah. and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, that's pretty strong. Well, they made a it. big stink about one of those. So. <laughs> yeah. I can guess it. Yeah. So can I. <laughs> Uh, Let's not give it away. I think okay, some yeah. of them I'm more curious about. This one I feel like we mm. all have pegged. You're like, okay, well, it is known mm-hmm. that the best movie Damon saw in 2019 was Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Nope. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. We have music cues. 
Oh. Oh. It is known, I, th- I believe Tarantino is Look. our greatest living director, so that shouldn't be too really? much of a surprise. Yeah. Do you like the T-Man that much? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about Nolan? No, I think Tarantino's better. Also, Who's what's the, the difference between Hollywood and Mexico? It's just one word. It and is an just. entirely other movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is just one word. Hmm. And they're not so far apart from each other. Geographically, Geographically speaking. speaking. Yeah. Okay, well, the first award is uh, already under our belts. We're really just flying through the award ceremony here. Here to present the award for Best Special Edition Blu-ray Damon bought this year is Sam Claiborne. Yeah, but... This is very specific. It's cool because we got rid of this one before the ceremony, so we don't actually have to go through the motions on this one. But everyone... It was else, in the pre but, but now we're going to air that part that, oh, that was taped. all right. Wait, wait, wait. I thought wait. it was cut for time. Oh, yeah. We need uh, the nominees. <laughs> oh, man. All right. The best special... <laughs> I know... I think they know the answer to this, too. Uh, the Best Special Edition Blu-ray Damon bought was uh, either Big Trouble in Little China. Good mm. one. Takes place in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Blob. Good. Underrated. This is the 80s Blob? Yeah. Okay. Underrated. Uh-huh. I remember you talking about that. He came in one morning real excited. Mm. Uh, Cobra. That's a Stallone action joint. No idea what that is. Uh, the Godzilla Criterion Collection. Oh. Still don't know what Cobra is. Still waiting. I told you it's a Stallone action movie. No idea. Never heard of that one. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we're just going to move on without Damon explaining it. <laughs> Uh, and then Piranha is the final one. The 1978, I believe. Good year. It's got to be. It's got to be that dope ass Godzilla Criterion yeah, with the collection. Art and everything. Yeah, it's, it's a little unfair. That one's he like, was really excited about the Blob. Yeah, well, that's true. It's Godzilla. Yeah, it's a little unfair because that's like 15 movies in one. In a, it's a really. Did you watch well, any of them? Take it up with the. I've only take it up with the commission. <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla is the one I've watched so far. That's a great set. I love a good director's commentary. I'm a sucker for a director's commentary on a movie that I like. You know what I really good commentaries? The Lord of the Rings. Man, so Those good. Those extended editions? So good. Okay. What are your awards called, Tina? The Teenies? The Teenies. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it's pretty cute. <laughs> here to present the award for best TV show Damon watched is Tina Amini. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nominations. The Boys. Mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Succession. Mm-hmm. True Detective. Yeah. I think I know this one, too. Same. Really? Yeah. I think we I think we know you pretty well. Okay, yeah, you guys. We you only guys. talk every morning. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, I think that's Chernobyl. a surprise to me. Chernobyl, yeah. really? That is I a surprise to me. Actually, so much of a bummer. I was gonna guess um, the boys mm. or maybe Secession. We I didn't like talk it. too much about it because some people don't like it. I knew it was Chernobyl. Out of this list, what's your favorite? My personal favorite. Yeah. I haven't seen Chernobyl actually, mm. so you should watch it. I this should watch it. It's been on my list. Really good. Maybe out of this list, the boys. I, I really the like boys the boys. Was, yeah, that's boys what I was gonna say too. And you like Chernobyl? Right? Yeah, Chernobyl's incredible. Yeah. Para loves it too. Amazing, okay. amazing. So yeah, yeah. Para, a uh, big big fan of Perfect. ours, uh, regular listener. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is actually kind of amazing when you think about that. The IGN co-founder still listens to it. the podcast his company makes. Every let's te- let's 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 send him a message in this episode and then I just see did. see yeah. if he gets it. I just I'm, did. I'm pulling my earlobe like a because <laughs> he loves that show and he's been telling us how much yeah. he loves it. And okay. then I said, "Hi, Pear. Yeah. Good, good. Right. And now we've talked about him too long. Hi, Pear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're getting Cut to the time. we're getting to the big the big categories here to present the award for the best game Damon played this year. Whoa. is Justin Davis. That's a big Ooh. one. Yeah. Uh, what an honor, Justin. The nominees for best game Damon played this year are Blaster Master Zero Two. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, okay. Just, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make fun of it. I just, no. It's just a surprising. Choice, I know. That's it, all. Not many people played that game. Uh, Bloodstained, mm-hmm. Katana Zero, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Two Remake. Yeah. Well, two of those you scored, so we know those are your favorite. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Slay the Spire. Yeah. I don't know what your favorite game this. I know what it is, Jedi. Hmm. I'm gonna, no spoilers. I'm gonna. I would have guessed that. I, I'm gonna, I'm Look, gonna, I only <laughs> saw one of these on his screen, and that wasn't the one. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Slay the Spire. Hmm. But I love, I love Slay the Spire. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the winner is... Nice. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I called it. Yeah. Well, so did you. We talked about that a lot. Amazing game. That yeah. game is great. Yeah. It won our uh, People's Choice Awards on, um, on our Power Ranking mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a heavy year for big... AAA single player games, but that was the best one of those that I played. They're all coming in March and April. Yeah, for perfect. <coughs> now to present the award for the best old game Damon played this year for the first time, <laughs> Sam Claiborne. That's a great oh, category. Interesting. Yeah, thank you. All right. <laughs> I haven't heard of any of these. Uh, Arrow Fighters 2. Yeah. One of these is fake. Uh, cannon Fodder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Elevator Action Returns. We talked about that one a lot. Yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prehistoric Isle 2. <laughs> and Shock Troopers Second Squad. <laughs> okay, so Air Fighters 2 is a vertically scrolling shoot 'em up Neo Geo, and it's really like funny and clever. You can play as a baby, and then in between levels, the baby says, Sold. I miss my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> and Cannon Fodder is a Super Nintendo game. I think it was a port of like an Amiga game with little characters like Lemmings uh, that you're soldiers, and you tell them where to go around the map and who to shoot. And Sam is just not even, Cannon fodder is really not even waiting on him. I can't believe you have a Neo Geo really in your house. Them. Yeah, Shock Troopers, Second Squad. It's a top-down shooter like Akari Warriors with a really uh, good sense of humor, uh, and you can play it on your Switch, part of the Arcade Archives series. But Damon, what's Elevator Action Returns? The sequel to Elevator Action, probably made probably ten years after the first. A gritty like anime style reboot. Yeah, with with pretty hardcore violence for an arcade game. It's incredible. Like, yeah, really cool animation. I That's never right. rode an elevator again after playing that game. Mm. Prehistoric Isle Two is the sequel to Prehistoric Isle. <laughs> Two categories left. Uh, now, since we're, uh, we have two bonus categories this year since we're exiting the decade. So, Ooh, wow. Best game of the decade. Here to present the award no. for best movie Damon saw this decade is Tina Amini. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ooh, this is a long list. Yeah. Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. John Wick, mm-hmm. Logan, mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. I just mm-hmm. rewatched that. So good. Mission Impossible Fallout, mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I'm just kidding. The Raid 2. <laughs> this it is better the- not be The Raid 2. <laughs> Why? It might be. Come huh? on, Damon. Come on, Damon. <laughs> this is The End, Thor Ragnarok, and Winter Soldier. Dude, this is a good list. This I is a tough one. I think, I think you gave it to The Raid, too. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I don't know why Sam thinks that's so unacceptable. I'm, I, I like... Oh, oh. I knew it. The Raid, too. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. Movie's incredible. An amazing movie. Unbelievable action scenes in that movie. Have you seen The Raid 2? I haven't. I think, I think that's the only thing on the list I haven't seen. It's a total Tina movie. You'll love it. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm one of the rare people that likes Raid 1 more. I like them both. Yeah. yeah the Raid 2 is just a little bit bigger. In it's scope, just, it's, it's, a, it's a 1989 brawler, the movie. It's Double yeah. Dragon, the movie. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It is actually kind of like Double it. Dragon, the movie. It's, it's really good. Final award, the best game Damon played this decade. Which was actually really hard. This one was really hard. I, I agonized over A decade's this. a long time. Yeah. It Here, is. I saw this one on his screen. Yeah, here to present the award (laughs) is Justin Davis. Uh, The nominees for best game Damon played this decade are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Hearthstone, Inside, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, Mm -hmm. Spelunky, Superhot, Portal 2, or Mass Effect 2. Man, decades are are long. It was really played through Superhot again. The one you've played the most, undeniably, is Hearthstone. That's true. Overwhelming. Probably played it. Every day since it was released, over 2,000 consecutive days. Yeah. That's that's something. Yeah, it is something. But is it the best game? I suspect, if I were to guess, that you gave it to Splunky. Hmm. What do you think? That's a a good choice. I read that on his screen. It's definitely (laughs) Splunky. (laughs) Let's check it out. Well, Splunky is a total 10 out of 10 masterpiece. But... But. 
the winner is oh nice. It would have been funny if I put that up on my screen. Just that would have been great. Yeah. yeah, he's done that in other years. Keep listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Was that, does that bring us to the end of the Damies? That's in the Damies. Or does it? Unless there's a, a sort of a People's Choice yeah, Award to there present. There is a People's okay. Choice Award. Yeah, I'm excited. To How do you know about the People's Choice Award? Because you weren't whispering very yeah. quietly. Yeah, I, well, you were <laughs> listening to the People's Choice Award? There was also happening? a secret meeting happening that I wasn't invited to right before this taping. So. <laughs> How could you hear us? I couldn't hear. I'm just sort of guessing That's what that was what was being determined. Right. Not very Well, the people apparently. have spoken, and okay. the People's Choice Award for Best Game of the Year <laughs> wow, okay. is here. Here's the envelope. Wow. The, totally people, outdid me. <laughs> the people required a bigger envelope. It really outdid me here. Oh. More people. <laughs> what is... I, I can't even read it. The game is... The Pong Machine in the Lobby. Wow, that's true, actually. Yeah. I, I'm, I feel bad I didn't even nominate that. Yeah, we got a, a, a physical Pong Machine in our lobby. And it's about this big. Yeah, you know, when you started uh, opening... I don't know how to describe it. ...that envelope, I thought the, the game of the year, the people's choice for game of the year would be video game 20 questions. Mm. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Maybe good next year. game. That's yeah. a good joke too. Good game, Man. good gag. But yeah, we got this like electromechanical version of pong. Like it's yeah. it's a magnet under a, a table that moves a pong ball around, and it works perfectly, and it's incredible, and it's like magic. It, it's yeah, it's amazing and super fun. <clears throat> and it was one. Of, wasn't it kickstarted like forever yeah. ago? It felt like one time. of those things that was just never going to exist. Yeah, and they thought it'd be like eight hundred bucks to make, and it turned out to be like yeah. twenty five hundred or something. Yeah. Some some big discrepancy, but and now it's we got it. It's beautiful and it's awesome and it works mm-hmm. wonderfully. Nice. Go. Got it all set up. It looks great. Well, thank you for ruining my surprise, and uh, I'm glad I ruined one of yours. <laughs> well, that's what the Damies are all about, really. <laughs> I think we need a Sharpie that's hey, better next time. Have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations to all of our winners out there. Uh, as we sunset the year uh, 2019, do you guys know what the most read article, their most read gaming article on IGN was this year? By you? Nope. But the most read article by me. Yeah. He read the it five read times just today. Times. <laughs> you, every morning he reads the Bloodstained Review. <laughs> Did I get it right? Uh, get it right? What's the number one read article? It's going to be... Of hor- the decade? I don't know. Is it by uh, Page Views? Of the year. Page Views. Oh, of the year. Yeah. Of, of 2019. Ooh. I was just looking at this, one, too. One of the scandalous yeah. news stories. Mm. It's probably does it, are, do reviews count? They, they, yeah, they count. And it's versus, definitely oh, a review. Okay. This is about... A, is, did you, is this a game? Well, I said it's, yeah, it's the, a gaming. the gaming one. Yeah. Okay. The most read article so is not gaming. I'll so reveal the that. the Death Stranding mm. review? Probably. It could be, yeah. I don't know. No, it was the Anthem review. Oh, of course. Uh, we have to oh, go back yeah, in time yeah, and find yeah. the controversy. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that. But it's surprising that uh, I mean, it yeah. outdid An- or Death Stranding. And Death Stranding will probably overtake, overtake it over, it over time. time. Yeah, that, that, that yeah that's the other thing is that it's been up there for a while accruing that's those true. views. So. I don't know. I don't know how many people are still reading. We'll check back in next year. No, that year. is how it works. It's, yeah, it's especially over the live game. It doesn't drop off entirely with yep. games like Anthem. That was the most read game year article, but the most read article overall on IGN this year was the news about Spider-Man leaving the MCU. Ooh. Of course. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, not cool. Ah, man, we keep losing... Uh, well, that's fine. Right. That's irrelevant now. We should delete it. Oh, I, yeah. we, I forgot <laughs> all... He's back, right? This was unplugged. We I don't delete posts. I didn't play any of these music cues for the winners. Gonna have to count for all of them. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. <laughs> listeners, Hi. remember you can always read it, reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Big Tony Big Style. Big Tony Style. In fact, it's been a while. It's been a while since we heard from him. Uh, I was hoping you paused. <laughs> if you paused and it wasn't him. <laughs> then I was preparing the Heimlich Maneuver. It's going to storm out. <laughs> 
Big Tony Style says, as a kid, the best time to game was always the summer because I had tons of time off school. Mm. As an adult, I find late December and early January the best time because of all the holiday breaks, and it piggybacks off a bunch of new AAA releases. I'm planning to catch up over the break on Gears 5, Bloodstained, and Pokemon. What big games from 2019 do you plan to catch up on, and what time of year is your favorite time to game? What are you guys going to be playing over our little break? Great question, Big Tony Style. That's a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking about this. Yeah, very appropriate because we're talking about all of our holiday plans, and Luigi's is mine, and I can't wait. That's such a good answer. Yeah. It's going to be mine, too. I'm really a firm believer, like, in the same way there's Christmas movies, and not just in their theme, but also there's just in their feeling and their attitude, like, they're appropriate for that time of year, like Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Um, And And a Halloween game? Where are you going with this? No, but like it, it, you know, it's homey and friendly and like, I wouldn't want to play a big in your face, aggressive game over the Christmas break. I'm looking for something that's more like chill. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm on a switch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm playing uh, Dragon Quest 11, the switch port. I hear such good things about that. Yeah. Probably check it out. It's very traditional. It's very chill. It's very slow. And so like sometimes of year, that's kind of like actively not what I'm looking for, but as like a nice chill Christmas game. I've already started playing it and it is lovely and wonderful and I cannot wait to play more. Mm. I suppose like an easily pausable game is actually pretty convenient too when you're around family. Yeah. Kids bugging you. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, mine was already Luigi, so I hate you both. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm also going to try to play for the first time Final Fantasy VII because it's on Switch now mm. and I want to play the, the first version of that before I play the remake. What about Watam? Yeah, and I just started Watam actually. So mm. if we talk about what we've been playing, first we'll get to that. first impressions of Watam. That's not a, a, a segment of the show, so feel free to I use mean, this time. I don't partake, but one should. That game is just made for people to be <laughs> blitzed out of their mind. It is so insane, and uh, it doesn't take much game control or anything. So uh, it, it was, it's pretty interesting. It, it, like the, the first the first maybe 30 minutes just like evaporated in time for me. So I knew it like sucked me in, but like it's like it's like it's puzzle solving for like things that, that make no sense. So you have to figure out what the thing is that would make the least sense and then do it. It's very strange, hmm. but you, all you're doing is walking around as like little, you can play as anything on this like play field. It's like you have all the, like you can be a mouth or a plant or a dookie or a seed and each of them have to interact with each other. And at the most recent one, we all had to hold hands and walk in a circle <laughs> and then we grew a tree. Cool. Also appropriate holiday, yeah. you know, family. Did any of that make <laughs> sense? Is the it music, is a good a family bit. game. Is the music the really good? Uh, the music is so good. It has yeah. the uh, that Katamari Damashi yeah. uh, uh, situation where it's like jazz, jazz with That's singing though, like I love that like acapella jazz and stuff. It's, it's crazy sounding. I love that game. I can already tell. Deep lore too. Oh yeah, yeah. For all those lore hounds out there. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, my family and I exchange gifts with my mom and dad, my sister and her husband, and everyone makes an Amazon wish list. And then you just go off that so you actually get people what they want. So I have two games on my list this year. It's Luigi's Mansion and my friend Pedro. Oh, because I oh, don't, nice. haven't played that yet. Yeah. So hopefully Santa will You'll deliver like and I'll be playing those games over the break. If you like Katana Zero, which I know yeah. you do, yeah. you will like my friend Pedro. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, oh, yeah. And I should have said that um, uh, like that's uh, that's a game I haven't played this year that I think I'll like. Um, and then I also haven't seen Star Wars yet. I'm seeing Star Wars in about three and a half hours. Me too. Uh, me too. Wow. Me too. That's wow. so weird. It's like we're seeing it together. Scoop Star Wars. <laughs> All right. And that's the last time we're ever going to talk about anything from 2019. Now we look ahead to 2020. And our most anticipated 2020 games. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's easy and hard. Animal easy Crossing. and hard. Yeah. All, all exclamation points uh, yeah. uh, attributed to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That one's going to yeah. be a long burn, which is going to be great. And that's March or April? March. March. Thanks. So excited about it. Tina and I are in lockstep on yeah, this one. Yeah, Let's yeah. be, I don't know what the... Yeah. I hope there is sharing. Yeah, oh, like some right. version Thing, of, yeah. like, I, you know, I'll give you my peaches and you can right. trade me some of your yes. pears. I'll give you some beetles. It'll be great. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Love it. I hope there's an island. I always like The whole island. thing's an island. I know, but I hope there's a separate island. Ah, like another you, island. I know it's island life. You want time. another place you go to. Yeah, I think that's really cool yeah, to leave. Agreed. And then, and, then, and then it's like always summer in that one area. And the turtle sings his weird songs. Yeah. Mm. They call it Hawaii. <laughs> Is that the first big Switch game of the year? The Switch exclusive? Mm. I think it might be. No one yeah, knows. I mean, there wasn't, that got pushed, so it must be. Yeah. There wasn't anything else that got pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, uh, in that same month, it's like, you know, I'm really excited for Cyberpunk, obviously, yep. and I want to be excited for Final Fantasy, yeah. and that was all looking great, Doom, and then all of a sudden there's Resident Evil 3 now. Resident Evil 3 remake I'm very excited for. Oh and Half-Life kind of shoved in there When as is well. that one? I think it's March something. April. It's right in Oh, there. is it April? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's right in Crazy. that slew That's of releases. Half-Life Alex. Yes. I'm trying, it's hard for me to think of things I'm excited about, like beyond May. Well, we don't um, think I mean, we know of anything beyond May, except that Ghost of Tsushima is for summer. The yeah, obvious Halo. one, the obvious one is Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite. right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's Halo Cyberpunk. Infinite will be a launch game. Um, Cyberpunk is my most anticipated game of the year overall, and you know, I think it's probably safe to say that the the, the gamer gaming community at large yeah. that's the one that they're really looking looking yeah. forward to. Um, I made a list: Marvel's Avengers, The Last of Us Part Two. Um, Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. Those are some good mm-hmm. call-outs. Yeah. And Halo's probably later in the year, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that one doesn't even have... Last a lot of these don't have like release dates. May? I don't remember. Halo, it's Halo still is, in the first half of the year. Halo's so primed to just be, you, you know, great again. And and then they were actually never not great, but like four and five didn't quite raise rise to the heights of two and three, but now three, four, three has really hit their stride and seems a lot more confident in their vision for this franchise moving forward. And... I'm really looking forward to, I like that vision of first person shooting more than, you know, the call of duties of the yeah. world. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I'm really, really excited about, uh, Halo being prominent and back in the forefront of gaming culture again. Mm. Going into 2019, I was actually excited about a number of indie games, including a title use game, my friend Pedro, which I haven't played either. And then there wasn't Katana zero. There's something else I was thinking of though. Maybe it was messenger. That, that, was, that was exciting. 18, though. Yeah, that was mm. the previous year. But yeah, there was the games I knew about going into the year. I don't have any of those right now, but a lot of those come around E3 or GDC. Sometimes at GDC, mm. we, we see a lot of the indie games that are coming out that year. Yep. What about Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Yeah. I, I, I will play that if there's nothing else to play. I'm, I'm, it I wasn't comes out not, early not, in not, the year. Not super anticipated then. No, I mean, I think it's. <laughs> I played it at E3 and I really like how it's a grappling hook. Like, I'm sold on the games with grappling hooks. But uh, it wasn't, like, it's never really. Uh, grab me even though i like uh, metroid likes mm. there's a new uh hollow knight coming out like a whole new game or a yeah. expansive sequel yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I want to play that should i play hollow knight yes just do that first for it, sure it's the best metroidvania yeah except for well you know super metroid is my favorite super game metroid. so it's the best one that's not a metroid or castlevania game mm. for sure mm. and then some people put it above those even hard to I'm trying to think yeah <laughs> Of, uh, of another one that would be yeah that's well there's blood. it's usually the Castlevanias and the Metroids that are the best of those series <laughs> uh, I, as I'm contractually obligated to be excited about some obscure crap that no one else is I'm excited for Langrisser 1 and 2 the remake uh, that's coming out those are mm-hmm. Japanese turn-based strategy games uh, from the 90s I think the first one was released here as Warsong if I remember correctly but they're being totally remade and I love those games like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and Shining Force I'm excited for those. Nice. I'm also excited for Wasteland 3. 
even though I've never played a Wasteland game, that looks like mm. a Damie game. Oh, cool. Top-down, isometric RPG. Doom Eternal? Uh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I, 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 it's not top tier for me, but I'm excited to, te- to check out Doom Eternal. It looks sure. like, like much, it's more appealing to me than any of the recent Doom stuff. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 looks mm-hmm. awesome. That's coming together really well. Excited for that. And then if Assassin's Creed Ragnarok is real. <coughs> is that a real thing? I mean, I don't, we don't know be. for sure. We don't know for sure, but Probably. it's looking likely. We're getting our mm-hmm. Viking Assassin's Creed. It's been two years. It will have been two years since Odyssey, so it's about time for that. I hope they go like full fantasy. There was just a few like fantastical things in yep. the last game, and I'd really like to see that yeah. expanded on. Mm-hmm. And then it's been delayed a couple times now, but we should be getting the sequel to my game of the decade, Spelunky 2. Yeah. That's right. It's been a long time coming. I don't know how they could possibly top Spelunky, but I'm very, very excited to check that out. What about about Hellblade 2? That was just announced. Yeah, I didn't play the first one. Dude, that trailer's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's like been sticking in my thoughts. Cool trailer for sure. Um, You know, we sort of blew past it, but the Final Fantasy VII remake is clearly one of my, you know, and again, just gaming in general's most anticipated games. I, I, you know, I've made fun of Final Fantasy VII on this show before, but I make fun of it from like a place of love. Like that was one of the first JRPGs I really remember getting into and playing. And um, I'm really curious to hear what you think, Sam, because I think it's hard to go back to in a modern context. Yeah. But the remake, you know, revisiting this world and these characters, and particularly the music, is like. Yeah, I was excited about the music. If it has any, does it have a lot of six in it? <sighs> Wait, six? Yeah. How do you mean? Like, does it feel like Final Fantasy VI no. at all? No, it doesn't feel like. No, that's too yeah, bad. It's completely I was hoping different. there'd yeah. be like a kind of a crossover game, and then like the three D mm. games would be different after that. But no, Seven is a very unique beast, and okay. like Midgar and these characters in this world, and that sound, like I don't know, <clears throat> I, I, I really think that game is going to be something special. Nintendo's a real black hole next year. I mean, there's well, just it's a, just a big question mark, right? Yeah, big question mark. There's an Animal Crossing. Just, they'll have. Can they possibly do Zelda holiday, at holiday Zelda, season? Yeah, Breath of the Wild two or Metroid? That just doesn't seem likely, right? Huh. I, think, I think they might have Zelda ready. You think so? I mean, it would definitely have to be post E3 because they'll take mm-hmm. advantage yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah, like to... next Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, right, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, it's I... out right now. Look under your seats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also getting four new consoles next year. What? What? Four? Is one of them the cranky thing? Oh. Five new consoles next year. <laughs> the TurboGrafx-16 Mini? <laughs> no, I wasn't counting the Mini. Six. But PlayStation 5, uh, Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is not the real name now, apparently. Yeah, no, Get it Xbox. together, Xbox. Just give us a name. A new Atari. Maybe, if yeah. that actually actually uh-huh. materializes. And then a new Intellivision, mm-hmm. in, which actually has a release date in October, I want to say. Mm. Okay. So there you go. Okay. I'm glad that we gave all four of those equal. <laughs> equal weight. <laughs> equal weight. <laughs> I just want to remind people that there's weird retro game consoles coming out next yeah. year. All right, let's move on to one more email. This is Will in Scottsdale. He says, here's a possibly That's dumb... That's uh, Here's a possibly dumb but kind of interesting question. With the console market becoming more divided with Stadia, xCloud, Atari's console, mobile, and more, could we see another video game crash mm. in the next five to ten years? I think it's pretty unlikely, but anytime you go away from a few key players to multiple, there's a chance of things going sideways. Hey, I, uh, I grew up in Scottsdale, and there is a there is an arcade there called Video Roundup. Cool. And it was like a pool hall arcade, so you could smoke in there. And I went there when I was, you know, 13 or 14 or whatever, and, like, all the big kids were smoking. And it was so, like, tough and rough. Scary. Like, scary. It was like Roadhouse. Yeah, wow. You know? It was, like, super scary. It was like Roadhouse with, like, Japanese import fighting games. Well, I like how in your 12, 13-year-old mind, it's like Roadhouse. But if you were to go there as an adult, it's just 16-year-old nerds 16-year-old smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
It was really scary. And I remember they had in like a back room, they had like, um, um, like drinks, but they weren't alcohol. You know, they were like whatever they could sell kids underage that were 18. So it was probably like Arizona iced tea or something. But, um, so they had that. And then there they had a cocktail area with cocktail machines and I played Pac-Man Jr. This terrible scrolling version of Pac-Man. It's one of my earliest gaming memories. And that's not the pinball one? What's the no, one? that's Baby Pac-Man. That's Baby Pac-Man, okay. Get them straight, Damon. Come yeah, on. Sorry. We talk about this every day. I should know my Pac-Man. Every day. Yeah. That's uh, my Scottsdale story. Anyway, anyway. What were we talking about? Anyway, <laughs> uh, could there be another video game, cra- video game crash? Oh, no. Like 83. No. They, no they that's can't. the short, short answer. Yes. No. Well, okay, so their video game crash, the background on that is that uh, video games in 1983 in the arcades were really good, Mm -hmm. and at home they got really bad because the the Atari had been out and it was a terrible system for making innovative, cool games. It could make Pong really well and combat really well, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then they stretched that and they made things like Pitfall and stuff like that, and it worked. It was really amazing, but by 1983, games were pretty advanced in the arcades, and uh, the home games that came home, uh, like Pac-Man, were so bad that... uh, this is just one of the causes. Uh, kids' games were, you know, given to them by their parents at Christmas, and then their parents, like, the kids, like, didn't want the games. They, like, cried on Christmas. <laughs> the parents returned the games. And they, that's how bad they were. They were, like, total shovelware that was all that was available, and then, like, you know, that wasn't sustainable. So then the idea was, like, oh, video games are bad and, and like, you know, a waste of your money, and then they just went away. And they went, the parents went after other toys. Cabbage Patch hit really hard right after oh, yeah. that. That's right. Mm-hmm. right. And then I uh, got my daughter a Cabbage Patch doll for Christmas. That, so they're back? It, yeah. Wow. So then it seemed like those era of games, like Space Invaders and Pac-Man, stuff like that, that was like a fad and just went yeah. away. Yeah. And then it came back so hard with the NES in 1987. Yeah. I think like video games make too much money, right? It's a multi-billion dollar global business that it can't crash and go away entirely. It's embedded in just humankind the way that yeah. you know music or movies is. But what could happen is a change in, I don't think this is going to happen this generation, but like game consoles, like the way that people consume games, like maybe people will be like, mobile games are bad and I don't want to play games on my phone anymore. Or like the game consoles, we know it now could go away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like an evolution of like how people play their games and interact with them and spend their money on them could change. But like as an entertainment medium now, it's here to stay. Yeah. I have a way games could go away. How's that? Uh, I have only have microtransactions in our mobile games. Yes, exactly. Sure. Two. One is that if uh, the United States, Europe and Japan were eliminated as world powers entirely, there probably wouldn't be a game industry anymore. And then we'd all be farming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's one way that could happen. That's the apocalyptic version. Mm. The other is a different type of apocalyptic version. Uh, that's if uh, VR gets so good that people don't really want to live in the world anymore and just want to uh, plug into a matrix type existence uh, or or maybe even, a, a, you know, some other thing that's like not really a video game. But Tina, we're talking about this earlier made the point that that's all still video games kind of the way we're currently defining vr and stuff like that like if we're all living in a you know a a vr utopia not a dystopia then it's still kind of what our industry could end up at yeah i think it's like maybe video games and the industry in its form today might not exist but it will exist in some form or another Mm -hmm. and we have so much or the industry rather has like so much marketing power and understanding and data of like what their users want and they care so much about um, kind of applying all of that data into how they make things. And it's why like Battlefront 2 is actually a good game now mm-hmm. um, because they take that stuff to heart and they know that's how to tap in with, to your consumer base to give them what they want. So it'll adapt in whatever direction that ends up in. Yeah. I mean, there's too many companies that are not gaming companies that have a vested interest in ensuring that video games continue to succeed. You know, it's like, a huge percentage of YouTube consumption is gaming and that's owned by Google and a huge percentage of app store revenue is gaming and that's Apple, you know? So it's like these gaming adjacent companies, you know, and Twitch with Amazon, like the biggest companies on the planet 
are very invested in making sure that video games as a medium, you know, continue to boom. Yeah, YouTube's a really good point because that's also a cultural thing. There are streamers that people enjoy watching and seeing Mm -hmm. their reactions to playing games, but there's also esports as a competitive field, but also as a um, as a kind of fan base as well of its own. So that'll always exist too, or Mm -hmm. you know, in some form. Yeah, even on the consumer side, you know. However you feel about this moniker, the identity of gamer is something that a lot of people like have identified with and like it defines their whole being and their whole, you know, life and like they're not going to just, you know, they're not going to like give that up or it would totally change their whole outlook on, you know, how they view themselves if video games went away. You know? There are dozens of really reputable fashion designers that are collaborating with game yes. um, yeah. IPs, but also uh, just making these like weird Nintendo and Uniqlo collaborations or like Louis Vuitton and Coach and all this crazy stuff Mm -hmm. that's crossing over into that. So it's a lot of money being thrown around in one industry. It's definitely more mainstream than ever. Remember when everybody was talking about how movies were going away? As a turn of the century? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Even before Netflix, Mm. because like theaters are really dying, I guess because of DVDs. But they still are, right? Like that, that, you know, that hasn't actually gone away. And yet they're still as much a part of our culture than ever. It's just it, changing. And bookstores that happen with two, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is different than a, a media. Or books, I guess I should just say. Books. Like books are very, very popular and around still. It's just they also live alongside ebooks. It's an interesting thing to think about. TV might be the next big crash, right? Because mm. everything's moving to streaming. Yeah. Like what, what is over the air television or cable television going to matter? Mm. We'll always have Watchmen. We won't. No, we don't have Watchmen anymore. Watchmen's over now. You'll always have Watchmen season one. Yeah. Oh, and what a season. I can't wait for you to watch that, Damon. Yeah, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. over maybe. the holiday break. Maybe. Do it. Stop resisting. Um, <laughs> What's well, such an odd reaction? No, because I watched the first episode and it didn't do much for me. So. But everyone knows that that's the bad one. Exactly. Okay. That's Listen, you have to play 70% of this video game before you like <laughs> I it. I know. You got to play it. Um, I forgot to do uh, the best TV show I watched this decade, but it's far mm-hmm. and away Breaking Bad. Um, short answer, Will and Scottsdale don't have much to worry about. Video games are here to stay. And that brings us to video game 20 questions. Is this Turtles? Uh, I think that's Battletoads. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Base Wars. This is Base Wars. Battletoads is also a 2020 But it's Konami, right? Base Wars is Konami. Are you guys excited for the game she just mentioned, Battletoads 2020? I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) We know nothing about it. I forgot that that had been announced. Oof. Uh, Video Game 20 Questions this week comes from James from Squim, Washington, and it's a very special one. He sent something in. What's in there? Don't worry about what's in there. I'm going to fade out. Don't worry about what's in there. Wait, that's the answer of the... Yeah, well, it's, it goes along with it. Okay. James says, I've been listening to GameScoop since 2015, and this time my life has changed tremendously. My kids have started school. I've changed career fields after 12 years, and I got divorced. Oh. Throughout all this, GameScoop has been one of the few constants. Thank you for everything you provide for me and everyone else that listens. For my 20 questions nomination, I put forth Redacted. This was the first game that I played that had a Redacted. Let the questioning begin. That's such a good clue. <laughs> Does I, anyone know the him personally? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the first game that had had a what? Like had a something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Save file. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or frog protag- protagonist. <laughs> it could be frog or battle toads. Are the battle toads frogs? There's clearly toads. Is this I don't game? Know if they are. It's right there in the title. They're not battle frogs. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the title. I think one of them. I think one of them is a frog. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, does this, is this game, is this game played with any sort of like weird or kooky peripheral or like interacted with in an unusual way? No. Ah, so it's not the first Mm -hmm. game with a Mm -hmm. fishing controller or yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I like the angle you're going for. Yeah, except I was wrong. To try to figure <laughs> out what that clue is. Yeah. I'm going to go simple. Is this in first person perspective? Yes. Okay. Is this a, um, is this, does this have multiplayer? Yes. Okay. Uh, did this game come out in the 90s? No. After the 90s. How many first person multiplayer games do you know from the 90s? Doom. That's one. There you go. We <laughs> could have gotten in three questions. Descent. Perfect dark. Quake. Uh, all right. Um, is this on the contemporary round of consoles? It is playable on the contemporary mm, round of consoles. I hate that answer. That's five. They always do this to us. Yeah. Uh, is this a festive game? I don't think it, I don't, I don't think it is. Do you want to ask that? Because remember, he said something know, up ahead of the podcast. No. We need, to, we need to burn a question to confirm it's a shooter. Because all we know is that it's first oh, yeah. person and multiplayer okay. right now. Is it a shooter? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. But we just, otherwise, yeah. we're going to get ourselves yeah, yeah, into no, trouble. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Okay, shooter multiplayer. You can play it on contemporary consoles. Is it part of a series? Yes. Is this series, can I go again? Yeah. Go Is the series alive today? Yes. Ooh, okay. Could be a Halo game. Yeah. Uh, is this a sci-fi game? The f- wait, we can go back to the first thing clue. The first time a game did something. I Yeah, I've given up on that. Mm. I can't. Too vague. Yeah. Are you asking the sci-fi game? Yes. It's probably Halo. Sci-fi shooter, Destiny or Halo? Are you a chief? How? <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't even narrow it. Are, are, are you a Why? master? Are you a master? Are you a master chief? chief? No. Oh, okay. That's ten. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> that would have been fun. Um, uh, okay. You said sci-fi. Yeah. Is this a console exclusive? Does horror? Count yes. Mm. Oh, a console exclusive. Yeah. Had multiplayer. Is this an Xbox exclusive? Yes. Oh, dang. Okay, so it's Gears or... Could be Perfect Dark Zero. Third, Gears is perfect, third person. Yeah. yeah. So Perfect oh, yeah. Perfect Dark Zero, if that counts as sci-fi, I totally can. It could still Current. be a Halo game that you don't play as Master Chief in. What? It's Reach. Mm. Um, Damon wouldn't do that to us. He, okay. Well, I mean, factually, that would be correct. Yeah, I know. But trust me, Damon wouldn't do that to us. He wouldn't do us dirty like that on the last game scoop of the decade. <laughs> I imagine it's still an exclusive. Yeah, there's no exclusive change. So the thing about Xbox Exc- games is that they're all playable, you know, forward compatible. Mm-hmm. So, so, but he said it's still a, a currently alive series. Oh, good point. So it could be Halo. A currently live series that was an Xbox exclusive first person sci-fi game. <laughs> Oh, dang. I feel like we should be... First-person shooter sci-fi game, yeah. Yeah, with multiplayer. We should be doing a lot better than we are. We should. Unless unless you're right and Damon is... Does this series have more than five games in it? Uh, Yes. I mean, it's a Halo game. I think you're right. Yeah. I think Damon is doing us dirty like that. Mm. Is it a Halo game? Yes. Ah, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so it either has to be ODST or Reach. Yeah, ODST. Um, I don't know how to narrow it down easily between these. Was two. ODST a DLC game? It was standalone. No. Uh, oh boy. So knowing that Halo Reach was a prequel, is no, this, no, no. Oh yeah, it is. Is this game a prequel to the main line of the series? Yes. Is it Halo Reach? You still have to hear the Bowser music. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> you guess Halo Reach. Halo Reach. Nice. Yeah. That's Wait. so weird. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. Halo Out of Reach. all the games that was tricky. Asked, yeah. are you a master chief? And he held his poker face and said no. Because it 
because he was doing the facts. He was just answering the questions. All right, I think it would be the first game that he used a strategy guide for. A strategy guide? Oh, yeah, what's the, to think the first oh, game wait. that had a... I don't know, because I, I don't have the email. I just wrote redacted. <laughs> but he sent this in. Look wait, at this. Wait, 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 wait. He made this. You don't know what his answers were? What the heck? Well, I can look it up in an email. Are we sure it was Well, Halo yeah, Reach? you're going to look it up in a dang email. Whoa, hey, what is this? Shut up and look at this. Wow. <laughs> he, that, like, that's amazing. That is like, amazing. Is it like knitted? It's your I don't question. Know. Yeah. Does your character wear a hat? That's yeah, it so looks, um, cool. It looks it's like that, crochet. It's cross-stitched, so, I think. How was this accomplished? If you're listening to the podcast, uh, I think it's crochet. James in Swim Washington like crocheted this like mat that of Halo Reach, and it has the Game Scoop logo, and it says, "Does your character wear a hat?" This is amazing. Hat. That is very professionally done. I want just like done. a scan of that beautiful game. Scoop. Yeah, the colors yeah. look so good. We have to hang this it's up. It's like in the really office. perfect. Oh, yeah, it's totally going up. I'm gonna wear it. This is amazing. It is amazing. It's a great. Holiday gift. Nicely for us. job. Yes, nicely <laughs> job indeed, James from Scrim, Squim, Washington. Okay. We have so many props today. I know. Wait, no, this is dangerous. Good, good episode to watch on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash GameScoop. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to another year of GameScoops. Can we do a special bonus episode tomorrow, maybe, so we don't have to say goodbye? No, because that would require coming into the office. <laughs> We're already doing that. Do that. Yeah, same. Um, okay, we'll do one. Okay. Without you. That's fine. <laughs> All right. I'll do a bonus one without it's you. We never get permission Damie. that easily. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Damie's segment. It's I'm feeling, I mean, it's, that, it's the holidays. I'm, I'm feeling okay. generous. Mm. Many, many years ago. That's the uh, whiskey. I, Damon and I were chatting and I said, Damon, if you were to ever leave IGN or not be here anymore, mm. you know, could I take over GameScoop? And you just said, no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. I said, Taking it with me. Okay. He's going to uh, wait until his son is all grown up. Uh, everyone out there that uh, watches and <laughs> listens good. to the show every week, thank you so much for hanging out with us all year long. We really yeah. enjoy making this show for you. And honestly, every time someone uh, tweets at me or uh, not me, but at us or stops sometimes people on the street and yeah. says hi and uh, reaches out, uh, it means the world. And I really appreciate everybody uh, being so communal and happy and, and fun to talk to. Yeah. For Especially sure. on our Facebook group and our uh, YouTube comments and our IGN comments. Games They're always in there doing good stuff. Community is very, very chill and cool. Yep. Uh, Plus two on all of that. That's a good uh, reminder that there's a really fun uh, Facebook group. Uh, if you just search Games Group on Facebook, come and uh, join. And uh, there's lots of good gaming discussion happening there every day. It's really fun. Uh, so we will have a bonus episode for you next week, the week of Christmas. It'll be the 100 Questions Challenge. And then is there a week off after that? Then there's a week off. Okay. We'll be back in the first full week of January. So we'll see you all then. Everybody have happy holidays. Have a safe and happy new year. Uh, that's all the scoops we have for you this year. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Teo. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Soup, and we're out.